The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round two recap of this week's WGC Dell Technologies match play. We are going to go through each and every group, talk about what happened here on Thursday, as well as the scenarios for Friday, the final round of round robin. And joining me to break it all down, it's Kyle Porter, KP. What up? The tapes just got released. We saw, we kind of saw Bryson hit a tree on 10. Ball, balls bouncing all over the place. It's a, it's a good, it's another great day of, of PGA Tour golf. When the shot tracker came up and said 48 yards to unknown or whatever <laughs> that number was, uh, everyone was like, there's gotta be, I gotta get my eyes on this. We, Damn. at first I was like, there's no way, there's no way that, that, that the guy plugged it in. Right. That's what I was thinking. You know, the, the shot yeah. tracker stuff, it has its errors. Uh, no, that's exactly what happens. 100% you- accurate. Did you see the tape? Did you listen to it? Yeah, smack the tree. He goes, uh, right here, bro. Right, right here. here, bro. Right here. <laughs> it, was, it was everything I wanted it to be. The angle is not great, but it almost makes it better because you can't, it's just kind of chaotic. Uh, it's, yeah, fantastic. Oh, if you're watching on YouTube, producer Jacob, just on the ball here, we've got a Ryan Labner tweet and Bryson says, hey, look, I was trying to, I was trying to drive the green, whether it was the practice green on or the 10th green i got it close so i think he was aiming left way left hits a tree and it ricochets way out to the right and uh yeah here we are bryson's still alive though it's the unmistakable thud of a tree uh that i've heard countless times you don't usually Mm. hear pros hit them that solid but here we are it's literally madness time in the sports world with the ncaa tournament in full swing but I know you diehard sports fans, which means you want to stay in the know with all sports. And that's where CBS Sports HQ is your streaming answer. Just think about what's on tap for this week alone. We've got MLB spring training, the NBA trade deadline, UFC 260, NFL free agency fallout and draft coverage, golf picks. And of course, the U.S. men's national team. I could go on and on, but you get it. Sports never sleeps and neither does CBS Sports HQ. It's available on your computer, your phone via the CBS Sports app or your connected TV. I leave it on all day long. And if you live and breathe sports like I do, I'd encourage you to leave it on all day as well. KP, let's do this group by group. Let's start with group number one. Dustin Johnson and Robert McIntyre get a split. Kevin Na falls to Adam Long. So now we look at this and we say, okay, uh, DJ and Bobby McIntyre actually both hold destiny their own destiny in their own hands with a victory could get through and out of the group stage yeah and if you're watching on youtube again uh, producer jacob has this pulled up that's just fantastic producing right there dj was down two on the 16th t-box 
Yep. And he goes Eagle birdie par and the birdie on 17 was I think 18, an 18 footer, a 17 footer, something like that. So it was kind of, it was kind of a big time last couple holes. Uh, so, and he's, I mean, listen, like DJ still sort of controls his own destiny. I mean, he, if he wins tomorrow, the worst he can do is a, is a sudden death playoff with, with Bobby Mack, who, by the way, looks a little bit like Harry Higgs, uh, little brother, maybe cousin, something like that. (laughs) There's definitely Uh, resemblance there for sure. It's just, it's hilarious when you get matchups, like, I mean, Robert McIntyre, great golfer, doesn't look super athletic. Uh, and then DJ is the most athletic looking human out there. And to watch them go up against each other is, is, uh, it's pretty great. It's, it's golf. It's why it's why we like it. It'll be DJ versus Nah. Nah is eliminated. Adam Long versus Bobby Mack. If DJ wins, as you mentioned, KP, he will guarantee at least a playoff as long as Bobby McIntyre. If, if McIntyre wins, that would create that scenario. Adam Long could get in with a win and a Kevin Nah victory, right? Yeah, that would get Long in. So we've got three guys who are still in this. Am I doing the math? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Two points versus, and he would beat, he would beat McIntyre and DJ would lose. So yeah, he would have two points and the other guys would have one and a half. Yeah, that's right. So Adam Long still alive. Adam Long in his major league baseball patch. Uh, Yes. I love that. I, uh, who else? Ches Reavy. And there's Peter Malnati. Peter Malnati. He might not have it anymore. Spencer Levine at one time did. I don't think he still plays. Where's the NBA? Like, why doesn't Gary Woodland have an NBA patch? We got to look into this. We're we'll have to find out. Group Fino. two, <laughs> the group of death. Justin Thomas's group. Kevin Kisner, our defending champion, defeats Justin Thomas two and one. Here's a stat via Justin Ray. Since 2018, Kisner has played 239 holes in competition at Austin Country Club. He's won 80 of them, which is more than one third. That is crazy. Matt Kuchar also goes out and defeats Louis Oosthuizen, which means we have a collision course on Friday. It's Kisner versus Kuchar for all the marbles. Yeah, I did not see this coming. I don't think any of us picked either Kisner or Kuchar. Do you know how many? Okay, so JT played, uh, I think they played 17 holes. Uh, Yeah, they played 17 holes on Thursday. Do you know how many feet of putts JT made on Thursday? Uh, I don't, but knowing JT, let's say, so 17, um, 41 feet. 38 feet. Oh my God. I didn't think he, he may, could be in the thirties. <laughs> he, he, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's astonishing. He made one putt over four feet. God, one, that's one a, that was like me today. I played today. I think I made one putt over four feet. <laughs> I, I'm not Justin Thomas. So let me tell you that. <laughs> so, you know, I, I feel like Kisner, he's getting praised for this match play record. And it, it look like, his history here is, is undeniable, but also like he didn't have to do a ton, right? Like he, he didn't, I, I didn't even think he played that well. I don't, I don't have his strokes and numbers in front of me, but uh, JT was just, was just bad. And, and, that, and this is where like match play is, you know, we we're talking beforehand. This is where it is very different than stroke play because you look at that JT number. If, if this was, let's say JT plays, the Texas open next week, we would look at, at tomorrow and be like, JT is going to shoot a 63 tomorrow. 
Right. Well, JT is out of this tournament tomorrow. Like he's playing, but it doesn't matter. He can't win the tournament. So I, I, I think that that's kind of where you look at the match play as being different overall than, than the stroke play. Yeah. The JT versus Louis match tomorrow is just for pride group three, John Rom's group Rom defeats Shane Lowry. He moves to two and oh, Ryan Palmer gets it done two and one versus Sebastian Munoz, which means we get another collision course all the marbles it's Rom versus Palmer and you throw in the fact that these guys are good buds they're like your Zurich partners this is going to be I, I, I don't know Do, is this like cutthroat is this like you want to beat your brother or this is going to be I don't I can't imagine it's going to be friendly with John Rom. yeah yeah I mean I don't think it'll be like hostile uh it won't be like uh Miguel and Hell Cabrera, Cabrera and Keegan Bradley uh, Miguel and Hell uh Jimenez. Jimenez. sorry yeah. yes <laughs> uh no I, I don't think it will uh Rom's the favorite did you see that he's the new favorite oh to win it all yeah um I think he's he 8 to 1 yeah, yeah. He, he's got that look about him. I think it's either him or Cantlay. And, and I think they're actually the top two. I think Ron was like uh, seven or eight to one and Cantlay was nine. So yeah, I think, look, Friday will be fun. I, I don't, I think it'll be competitive, but I don't think it'll be like, I don't know. I think Rom gets this reputation of being like a psycho, but he's not like, he's not like a mean psycho. Like, I think he's no, like, it's, it's internal. It's like, it's like yeah. towards himself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think that'll be a fun match. Group four, uh, not necessarily the result we wanted to see out of four or whatever the other 13. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Max Homa beats Colin Morikawa two and one. That was a gutty performance. So that moves Homa to one and one. Morikawa's done. He cannot advance. And JT Poston wins four and two over Billy Horschel. So now Homa faces Poston. Horschel gets Morikawa. So you're, you're actually it's JT Poston who is in the driver's seat because he is one Oh and one with a victory. He would get through. Yeah, this is like uh, picking this stuff is idiotic, right? Yep. Like I, I think about some of the stuff we said on Tuesday and in the moment it makes total sense. And then you watch the matches and you're like, I don't, I don't know why anybody picks this because it's so, I mean, look, just look at the, this bracket here. It's just a, it's just a mess. Um, Even I, a half I'm, a point, a half a point for post and we'll get the job done as well because he's facing Homa. Yeah, I well, unless Horschel beats Morikawa, uh, he'd have to. Right. They would be in a play in a sudden. Death. They, they'd have a play. They'd have to go to a playoff, right? Yeah, I kind of like Homa here. I do too. I I actually I don't know if I actually picked him, but I liked him. At, like like if it wasn't going to be Morikawa, yeah. this was the other guy because of what he did at Riviera, and I just I, he the way he played against Morikawa, because uh, that that thing could have gotten away from him. Uh, I think he was three down through seven and he grinds back and wins it, which was pretty. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I, I think it would be cool if you made a, made a deeper run group five, Tommy Fleetwood beats Antoine Rosner four and three Bryson DeChambeau defeats C Wu Kim. So now Bryson has life. Uh, both him and Rosner are one and one. Bryson is going to face Fleetwood. Rosner is going to fl- face C Wu Kim. So if Bryson wins, he would get two points. Uh, that means Fleetwood wouldn't be able to win. And then if Rosner wins, those two would go to a playoff. Imagine that. Imagine a Rosner Bryson sudden death playoff. It'd be, it'd be sick. The big boy played, played better. I think on, 
on a Thursday. I, I'm looking forward to the Fleetwood matchup. That feels very Ryder Cuppy, right? Um, I, I think that one will be. That might be your. Well, I haven't seen the other ones. That might be the match of the day on on uh, Friday, considering what's at stake. For sure. Group six is Xander Shoffley defeating Jason Day. That was two and one. Jason Day, he gone. He's O and two. Scotty Scheffler, one O and one, thanks to his split, his tie with Andy Sullivan, which by the way, Scheffler on for kind of punted this thing away, but on 18, he hits an absolute gem that like hops once lands next to the hole. Looks like it's going to sit down by the way, spins like 40 yards off the front of the green. He can't get up and down. And that's how he gets only a half a point. Like he could have very easily been two and in this thing. What do you, are you in on shuffler as just like a, I mean, look, the numbers are great. His statistics are really good. Um, are you in on him? Like being able to, to kind of roll out there and win a big event like this right now? I think so. I think that he is mostly overshadowed by the other guys who are of similar age who have already had more success. But what those guys are doing, like Morikawa specifically is like historic. So I, I just think it, it's, 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 it happens to be a knock against Scotty Scheffler because he hasn't done it, but I don't think in reality it is. Yeah. I, I think I am too. I was, I was doing, I was actually doing some masters preview stuff and kind of writing some notes down on him. And I was like, is his first win really going to come at the masters? Like, I think he can win the masters, but I don't think he can win the masters. If that makes sense. Right. Or at least not for the first one. That would be a hell of a, hell of a first. Yeah. Win. So him and him and uh, it's him and Xander on Friday, right? That's going to be great. And the winner at least gets into a playoff depending yeah. on what the, what Andy Sullivan does, which would be cool. Yeah. That'll, that'll be good. I, I'm excited about that one. There's some, there's some, and this is what the tour wants, right? When they match the a and B guys on Friday is their Correct. hope is, Hey, this is to advance to the, to the sweet 16. Correct. This is all by design. Group seven, Patrick Reed keeps himself alive and defeats Christian Bezadenhut two and one. Joaquin Neiman uh, also, I believe, lost on 18 to get a tie with Bubba Watson. So Neiman and Bubba are both 0-0-2. That's two ties. Patrick Reed is 1-0-1. That's a win and a tie, which means Patrick Reed is in control. A win for sure gets him into the next round. There are some scenarios with a tie that he can get into a playoff and figure that out. But we're getting the Patrick Reed-Joaquin Neiman matchup on Friday. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see a ton from this one. Uh, I'll be rooting for Neiman because I picked him <laughs> before the week started. But again, that's a good matchup to potentially move on between the top two guys. The all English group. That's Group Eight. Sergio, who my God, well, we can talk about one specific shot from Sergio defeats Tail yeah. Hatton three and two. Lee Westwood gets by Matt Wallace. So Sergio uh, controls controls his own destiny here. If he gets in with, he can get in with a win. He's definitely in uh, a half a point. Depends on what Lee Westwood does. Even if he loses, who's he playing on? He'll play Westwood. So. A half with Westwood would definitely get him in. So a half or a win for Sergio moves on. Yeah, Sergio has been dirty. He's number two in the field, Tita Green. Uh, the shot you're referencing, it was uh, 12, right? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> what did he hit? What did he hit? Uh, I think it was. I think he said it was three wood. Okay, it stopped like it was a nine iron. 
Yeah, this is that that short drivable par four where like guys were hitting driver, and if you landed on the green, it like used the backstop of the grandstands, uh, which Sergio, is which is so yeah, I know it's so like, bad. what what are what are we doing? Sergio hits a three wood. The way he described it made it sound very simple. You know, hold it up into the wind, blah blah blah. It landed exactly like a. Uh, a, a nine iron. Uh, of course, he missed the putt from like seven feet, but he didn't for need it. Birdie, for birdie sure, he was good enough. Yeah. <laughs> when, whenever, whenever I I watched the re, I, I watched the uh, highlight a couple of times, and the first time I watched it, I was like, "What did he hit there?" Because it was so high and it landed so soft. Um, and then I so it just replayed, and I was like, "Wow, that looked like a like a wood or a driver or something." So Sergio's been awesome. I mean, he came into this event. Re, like pretty hot this year in terms of T to green. And he's a little poultry uh, in terms of, of match play with the putter. He wasn't very good with it on, um, on Thursday, but overall he's been, he's been plus, uh, but yeah, he's number two behind Cantlay and strokes getting T to green so far, which is kind of what I expected a little bit coming in. Group nine, which the winner of group eight will face the winner of group nine is Mackenzie Hughes winning four and three over Webb Simpson and Paul Casey defeating Taylor Gooch three and two. So that means Mackenzie Hughes is in the driver's seat. He is two and oh, he's going to face Gooch and Gooch is already out. This is this is not the scenario that the PGA Tour wants, which is right. Your two and oh guy is facing the oh and two guy and all he needs is like a half. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes, that's it's not good. And I am desperate for a Taylor Gooch win over Mackenzie Hughes because Paul Casey was my one and done. Yeah, so what would I have to happen to, for I Casey? A, I need a lot to happen on Friday. So if Casey beats Webb and Gooch beats Hughes, Casey and Hughes would go to a sudden death playoff, <laughs> and then you have to have Casey beat Hughes. So there's a there's a lot going on. This here. feels like this feels like when your team is uh, like number nine in the second to last college football uh, ra- uh, playoff rankings, right. and you're like, well, I mean, if Auburn beats Alabama and Cal takes down Oregon twice in the Pac-12 championship. <laughs> and then, and it's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's like trying to hit on like an 18 parlay. Yeah. Uh, group 10, Patrick Cantlay does it again. One up over Carlos Ortiz to go two and oh, Brian Harmon defeats Hideki Matsuyama. So on tap, we have Cantlay versus Hideki. There's your two and oh versus your oh and two uh, Ortiz and Harmon both at a point uh, each. So here we go. Cantlay, who has just been essentially diabolical, has a chance to close it out and move on three and oh. He's been filthy. Uh, it's crazy because you look at his scores and you're like, oh, Patrick Cantlay won one up on day one, he won one up on day two. And then you look closer and you're like, wow, he made six birdies and an Eagle on day one. He made, I think <laughs> seven birdies on day two. I, he, he, it's been, yeah, he's I mean, been it's really been, good. it's been a, this is what I needed at the players whenever I picked him, but he's been awesome. I, I think that, that, you know, like I said earlier, I think it's him or Rom should be the favorite right now. Group 11, Rory McIlroy gets a bounce back victory and keeps himself alive thanks to a drubbing of my final four, Lonzo Griffin, which ain't going to happen. He's 2-0 or 0-2. He gone. Uh, Cameron Smith loses to Ian Poulter. So here we go. Poulter is 2-0. Rory is 2-0, but they don't play each other. Oh, no, sorry. Rory's 1-1. So Poulter would have to lose to Lonto. 
Rory or Cam Smith, the winner of that, if that happens, would go to a playoff with Poulter. So what we were talking about before is Rory could get a second crack at Ian Poulter in a playoff, even though he got smoked by him on day one. (laughs) Which would be great. I mean, yeah. it would it, it would be the most anticipated of all the sudden deaths. Uh, maybe maybe Bryson and Antoine Rosner, but <laughs> yeah, Rory, look, Rory played better on on Thursday, and you know he didn't seem there was something. I think uh, who interviewed him? It was I think it was Steve Sands afterwards said that he hit like eleven bags of balls on Wednesday uh, after his. Bag? What's a bag? Like well, 20? that's that. That's a good question. Because if a, if a bag's like four balls, then that's not really that many balls. No, nah, not at all. But but if a bag is like forty, that's a, kind of a lot. I think it's one of those little draw. I think it's like twenty bags, twenty balls. That's my guess. So that's like yeah, over two hundred balls. That's which a ton is, of balls. Yeah, <laughs> you know they're not they're not driving up the trucks to the parking lot like they do with Bryson <laughs> at uh, at Wingfoot to get you know get the spotlight out there. But Rory looked better and. You know, for him, it's all about Augusta, obviously, two weeks from today. So he needs, he just needs as many rounds right now, I think, is, or it sounds like he wants as many rounds as he can get just to kind of prepare for that. He hit more good wedge shots on Thursday than he did like in the last couple of weeks, which was at least encouraging. Maybe the last couple of months. Maybe true group number 12, as we all predicted, the overall 64th seed, the last, (laughs) the last, the last guy in this field uh, goes out and beats Jason Kokrak. That's Dylan Fratelli, who I'm referring to wins three and two. He's two and oh, Tony Finau, hunky Tony and Willie Z Zalatoris. They tie. So now Dylan Fratelli, he is in the driver's seat. He has Willie Z on Friday while Finau and Kokrak will play against one another and I mean, what is the path for anybody? Oh, Kokrak could win and Fratelli could lose and that could create a playoff between those two. Yeah, I think that's it, right? Yeah, because if Finau wins, he'd be one, one and one. He he already doesn't have enough points. Zal Torres also out. Yeah, the only the only scenario is Dylan wins and he's in. Dylan halves and he's in. Dylan loses. Kokrak wins and they go to a sudden death playoff. Yeah. Um I don't have a ton of takes on this. I, I think I, I kind of like Fratelli. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if he's necessarily like, I don't know. I don't know if he's like popular, but I kind of like, he's kind of fun. I kind of like watching him. He is not popular. He, uh, he's cool on Instagram though. So I'll give him that group 13 <laughs> burns Wiesberger, uh, defeats Victor Hovland. We'll talk about that. Abraham answer defeats Kevin Streelman. So this is Abraham answers to lose. He is two and Oh, uh, he faces the Owen two Victor Hovland, who I think KP won his first hole on like hole number 26 or something. So I got the stat here for you. He's won. He's played 32 holes over two days and he's won three of them. Oh, how tech technically you can win two matches by doing that. Uh, sure. Sure. But <laughs> he, he did not, which I didn't really, you could also lose two matches by doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which he did. I, I picked answer to win this group, but I didn't see this coming from Hovland. He, you know, he wins the USAM he's playing really good golf and then he's just, he's just kind of a zero this week. I, and against Bernd Wiesberger and Kevin Streelman. Oh. I, I yeah, it, it is. I, I haven't looked at his numbers. So I'll look him up while we're talking, but it's been not, not the week that I expected from him for sure. 
Group 14, so aptly named the group of life by you on Tuesday because all four of these golfers still have life. Brendan Todd defeats Daniel Berger. Eric Fun Royan defeats Harris English. All four guys are one and one, which we, we which means we are going to get uh, Berger and English versus uh, and then Todd versus EVR. And there are a lot of um, tiebreaker scenarios if both if both matches have or if we get a clean winner from each one, we would we're de- we're, we'd have a sudden death playoff. Uh, yeah, definitely the group of life. Everybody's, everybody's still alive on Thursday night. Victor Hovland, 55th this week from T to green. Not good. Out of, out of 64, which is out of 64. Uh, I, I picked Todd, so I'll be rooting for him on Friday. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that, yeah, I think it'd be cool if he came out of this group. It, it's good. The, I was going to say, the only way we don't get a playoff, which I like, is if one match ends in a victory and the other one match uh, ends in a half. Yep, in a that's right. Hmm. Interesting. Love it. Group 15. Matthew, sorry, Matt Fitzpatrick defeats Corey Connors in a big way, five and four, while Jordan Spieth ties Matthew Wolf, which was probably um, a bit disappointing for Jordan. So now we've got Matt Fitzpatrick at one and one. We have Spieth at one oh and one along with Matthew Wolf. And we're going to get Spieth versus Connors. And we are going to get Wolf versus Fitzpatrick. So there's a lot of stuff that can happen here. I mean, Spieth just gagged away the last two holes. Mm-hmm. All you had to do is par one of them. And he wins the match, right? I guess uh, Wolf didn't Wolf had a birdie putt on 18 that we didn't that we didn't see. Uh, but it was like seven feet. So it was kind of, you know, it was up in the air and Spieth was just, he was abysmal over those, those last two holes. The encouraging thing though, uh, 21 out of 23 rounds. Now he's been plus strokes gained on approach shots. I put this out on Twitter on Wednesday. People were freaking out. That's going to be a problem at Augusta like that. He, he is going to be a problem for the rest of the field at Augusta. If he continues to hit his irons like this. So I I agree. I'm a buyer for sure. Oh yeah. Like, and uh, you know, it's easy to say now, but you're kicking yourself for not buying it 50 to one or whatever, 45 days ago. Yeah. Cause now he's like 12 or whatever. Um, Corey Connors is the only guy out of this. So if Matthew Wolf wins against Fitzpatrick, he goes through. If no, that's not necessarily true because Spieth could also beat Connors and they could go into a sudden death yeah. playoff. If uh, Spieth could get through with a victory over Connors and a Fitzpatrick victory, but then there's a lot of scenarios with ties like th- this, this could very well end up in a, in a playoff with the way this yeah, could shake out for sure. This one. Group 16, our final group, Mark Leishman, defeats Sung J M Russell Henley defeats Victor Perez. So here we go. Uh, we've got all four guys again with one point. It's going to be Sung J versus Victor Perez and Leishman versus Russell Henley on Friday. And if, if I like the producer Jacobs note here, if both matches tie, we get a four way playoff, which would be so good. That would be sweet. I have, uh, I have no takes on this group. I want to know from you if you're changing any of your final four and who you're changing it to. I guess yeah, you have well, to Lonto because is you literally out. 
Yeah. So <laughs> that's easy enough. Um, I will stick with, okay. So my final four is Casey Bryson Fitzpatrick Lonto. So Lonto's out. Fitzpatrick's still technically alive. Casey has, as we described earlier, work to do technically alive. Bryson has work to do. I would have loved to in my elite eight, uh, swap in Cantlay for Fitzpatrick. Cantlay looks like he's going to win this thing. Quite honestly, I have Cantlay Rom. Uh, mm, that's good. Casey Bryson. I want to keep oh. everybody except for Casey and put Sergio in for him. Who you Sergio. actually have Sergio coming out of that group. Which yeah. It looks like but he's probably going to do. I wish I had Sergio Bryson Cantlay, and Rom. I would feel, I would feel good about that. Your bracket is pro- without looking through all these is I feel like the most alive of, of the first cut ones going into don't look at the Corey Connors part. Let's just, yeah, erase I, I, I looked past that one. That's okay. <laughs> um, all right. KP, anything else, buddy? We have one, one more round to go. Then we get to single elimination. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Saturday. Saturday is, uh, you know, I think we, we sort of hype up the Wednesday through Friday. I think Saturday is freaking awesome. Like you got, you got the round of 16, you got the round of eight. It's just golf all day. I, I think that's going to be a blast. So, uh, ready to get through Friday and, uh, move on to the main event. The tiebreaker is sudden death stroke play which is really a fancy way of saying sudden death match play, but it allows for more, <laughs> which is, but it allows for more than two golfers to be in it. So that's yes. why it turns into stroke play. So that is the tiebreaker. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, producer Jacob, as always, thank you very much. Working hard behind the scenes, Kyle Porter. You can find on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me at Rick Ron. Good. This has been the first cut. And we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.